0: Big news, really big news. Our next Right Response Conference is in the works. We've got a number of things already lined up and organized, this is what we've got so far. The whole conference, three days long on post-millennialism and theonomy. And the speakers, Dr. James White, Dr. Joseph Boot, Gary DeMar, and of course yours truly, Pastor Joel Webin. We've got a great lineup, we've got great topics, If you want to find out dates and location and registration and anything else, go and visit our website, rightresponseconference.com, rightresponseconference.com. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. The church has not been given a sword to put people to death. Including heretics. Now you might say, well, what about John Calvin? He put people to death. That's a misnomer. And I don't have time to go into all that. John Calvin fought for people not to be put to death. But there is a difference in the fact that John Calvin started Geneva, which was not a church but a city. It was a town. He was trying to establish a Christian society, a Christian organization, a a civil magistrate that was Christian. And it was them that put certain heretics to, to death. So it wasn't the church. It wasn't pastors wielding the sword and a ministry of justice. It was Christian civil magistrates in this town greatly influenced and led by John Calvin that was doing these things, and I, I believe they were a little bit overzealous. Doug Wilson said something really, really good uh, that that I, I think is worth repeating. He said that uh, the civil magistrate, like what about this Christian nation and Christian nationalism and having Christian laws and all this kind of stuff, like how is this going to work and how should you and it was so brilliant. He said, how do you do it? Really slow. He said, um, I think the state, because they have been so faithless in America over the last 150 years, I think the state, what, what the state should do is before legislating God's law, the state should seek to obey God's law for about 100 or 200 years. And then, and then we'll start working on legislating God's law. We've got time. I thought that was so insightful. Let's just, let's just have civil magistrates that obey the law of God themselves for a while, and then they can start to seek to legislate the law of God in society at large. And what's an appropriate time period? I'm in a century or two. We've got time. So all that being said, the point is this. Each of these fears has a tool, rod, rod keys, sword. The church has been given the keys of the kingdom to bind and loose on earth and for it to be bound and loosed in heaven. And this is what we see in Matthew 16, where Jesus says, this is the rock. And for the record, Peter is not the rock. Apostolic succession is not biblical. From Jesus to Peter and Peter all the way down to the present pope. That doesn't work for a number of reasons. Number one, it's not biblical. Number two, we had three popes at the same time. How do we know we got the right one? I'm pretty sure apostolic succession was broken a long time ago, and we're just pretending by now. But what we do know is that the rock is not Peter, but it is a confession of Jesus as the Christ. On this rock, on this rock, the foundation of the church is that Christ is Jesus. He is the Christ, he is the Messiah, he is the son of God, and the rock is a true confession which does not come by flesh and blood, but blessed are you Simon of Jonah, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven, I give you the keys. I say that your name is no longer it's no longer Cephas, but it's it's Peter. It, it is Peter and on this rock I will build my church. I give you the keys. What you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. The rock is a correct truthful confession of the Christ. That's why we we read the Apostles' Creed every single week. That's why we confess not only our sin but our faith. It's a confession of the Christ. Born of the Virgin Mary. Suffered under Pontius Pilate. Crucified. Died and was buried. Rose again on the third day. He ascended to the right hand of God the Father Almighty and from there he will return to judge the living and the dead. That's the rock. That is the foundation. The foundation is the apostles and and the prophets with Christ as the cornerstone. That's the foundation of the church. That's what he's building his church on. And this church, as it's being built, it's being built, according to Ephesians, with living stones. It's not with brick and mortar in the physical, literal sense, but living stones. The church of Christ is being built by Christ with souls, with souls, with people. And there are living stones that have to be removed from time to time because it's a bad stone. And there are many living stones that by grace are being brought in and placed one by one on top of one another until we have a glorious cathedral and Christ returns. And he's the head of it all. And the church, the tool that we use to build this house for the Lord out of living stones is what the Bible calls, what Jesus calls, the keys of the kingdom. Big news. Really big news. Our next Right Response Conference is in the works. We've got a number of things already lined up and organized. This is what we've got so far. The whole conference, three days long on post-millennialism and theonomy. And the speakers, Dr. James White, Dr. Joseph Boot, Gary DeMar, and of course, yours truly, Pastor Joel Weben. We've got a great lineup. We've got great topics. If you want to find out dates and location and registration and anything else, go and visit our website, rightresponseconference.com, rightresponseconference.com. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick,